right here, right now. Welcome to the podcast with your hosts, Katie and Moni. Get ready to share a laugh and be amused. It's time to tell our stories right here, right now. Happy season three, Monica. Happy season three, Katie. Wow, that's this is 55 episodes in. Whoa. One year later. Man, I can still remember coming up with this idea. The name, really, in the back of the car on the way to Corpus for Luke's gig. I remember feelings of giddy excitement thinking about us starting a podcast. You were super gung-ho, not going to lie. I, of course, was pigleting and a little anxious. <laughs> Do we have relevant information that we could share with people that they would care to listen to? Insert my poo personality, which is like, of course we do, Katie. Our conversations inspire me daily. Why wouldn't they inspire others? And then my piglet brain was like, well, even if nobody ever listened, it could be fun just to hang out with you and, you know, talk about fun things together. (laughs) Exactly. That's how this was born. And that's still our attitude today, even though... 52 weeks later, it's gotten a hell of a lot easier. It has. Less technical difficulties, which still occur on the regular. Right. We might have just had one, but we're good now. Mm -hmm. Technical difficulties have been thwarted. The mics are plugged in. (laughs) And we're here despite busy schedules, despite occasional Katie self-doubt, despite mood swings and ups and downs in life, vacations. Mm Mm-hmm. All the possibilities that things would have to get in the way of our dreams. And we still stood up to the plate and said, you know what? We're going to do this thing. We're going to do it right here. Right now. And I think that's just really awesome that we've been able to 55 times come together and do a thing. Come up with some fun content. Get creative. Think outside of the box. Yes. Yes. And it's really helped us be accountable to each other and this mission we've set to share, even though Piglet says it could just be for each other and that's great, but even for each other to hold each other to this accountability to show up weekly or, you know, if we batch every other weekly Mm -hmm. to have a dinner, to share inspiration, to To hang out for like five hours so that we can (laughs) record 30 minutes of content, (laughs) (laughs) to fill our wells mm -hmm. and create space for sweetness and to practice something that doesn't always come easy to people, which is being creative. Mm -hmm. And that was a big part of the backbone of this podcast, writing creatively and responding to the unexpected Mm -hmm. and learning how that even when we're not expecting these crazy prompts that we can still make a beautiful story. We can tell a funny twist and make it all gravy. And I love that it all of what you just said is completely relatable to all of life itself. That in life, we're given circumstances, we're thrown curveballs, and we have the choice to make yeah. a beautiful story out of it at the end of the day yep. or to write a really negative, nasty story. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, writing the nasty story sometimes comes more naturally than writing the good one. Yeah. I think oh. a lot of it comes down to having trust in the process. I think that's where a lot of where creative people differ from those who say, oh, I can't be creative. Mm -hmm. It's like how much self-trust do you have? Yes. 
trusting in the process and trusting that the process includes some shitty times. Mm -hmm. Trusting that the process isn't always rainbows. It's sometimes shadowy. And it's just trusting that you will figure out a solution that takes you to another side of that grass. Right. And sometimes those solutions, we can work really hard and have a lot of, you know, we can make easy tasks very difficult for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes when you're looking for those solutions, you need to look for the, maybe the easier path is right there in front of you. And you're just choosing not to see that Mm -hmm. because you're so focused on all the other stuff. Mm -hmm. But when you have this opportunity to write creatively, it kind of can shed some of that skin and shine light onto those places to make the solutions come easier. Yeah. If that made any sense at all. I don't know. And that makes me think (laughs) of, um, you said making easy things harder. You know, sometimes we're making easy things harder and, but sometimes making easy things harder makes normal things become extraordinary. You know, making simple things more challenging can also just be another way of making something really basic kind of profound. Mm. And I think that's kind of what we do with our story writing is that it is pretty basic. Like here's three things, write about it this amount of time, come back and read it. Mm -hmm. But the fact that we're coming to it weekly with this effort to be insightful, to step back from the daily, to take another spin and to not just go through the motions, but to play with it and to engage with it like a kid would and come Mm. back and come back and the same toys in the play box and keep working it. And that's just such a... I feel like I was getting to a point of it, but that I just have to, I got in a sandbox. And I now think my that visual. that is the point though. <laughs> I think that it's a cycle. And I think that, you know, if in life you're like, there's a point to this life, you're going to miss out on a lot of the things that happen between point A and point B. Yeah. Because sure. ultimately, like if, you know, you're born and then, you know, the ending point is death and where, yeah. how many things could we explore in the in-between time? Mm-hmm. It's magical. What can you see on your trip to the mailbox today? Yes. This ordinary thing could become extra. Yeah. Ordinary. (laughs) (laughs) So for our third season, Monica and I were kind of like, okay, you know, let's come up with a list of why we write here right now. Like what, and we kind of just went through some of the things, but um, it was funny the way we both interpreted the question. (laughs) You'll see in our response. Yeah, we prompted ourselves. Yeah. Why do we write that's here our right thing. now? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, why do we write here right now? And in my head, I was answering the question like, why do I write here right now? After this whole year's learning, what kind of like, why do I still, why do I love it? Mm-hmm. I guess is the way I answered. And my answer was kind of more like, what does it bring to me? Like what... um are the positive benefits of writing here right now. And they both answer the same way. They're answering the same thing, obviously. They're united. But my first answer was that it is writing here right now, creative writing, is my favorite and most consistently unexpected way to exercise my brain muscle. I just love that so much. And I love that you said it's the most consistently. And that's just so neat that we yes. got to start this consistent practice together. Yes. And it's unexpected because every 
a lot of weeks, we're not entirely, we don't know necessarily what our conversation is going to go like. We don't plan our conversations unless we make an acronym, <laughs> which we're so good at. But or um, we're like, Valentine's Day, let's talk about love. Yeah, it's unexpected. It's consistent. It's going to be a workout, but it's so fun because mm-hmm. it's in all the realms I love to talk about and be yeah. with. So it's the best. Yeah. And then you're going to have a totally unknown, expe- unexpected story at the end. Right. That you never knew you were going to write yeah. until it wrote itself. And all of those things form grooves in my brain, which is a muscle and it's toning weekly, daily, really, because I'm harnessing thought into this arena. So I'm focusing those directives in my brain, which is causing positive grooves, which is leading to positive grooves. Who doesn't yeah, like baby. positive grooves? Mm, get it. That's all you need. So yeah. And that relates to my first answer, uh, which was, it opens my, why do I create Right. Wow. Why do I creatively write? It opens my creative door and lets the juices flow. So like by writing creatively in this 10 minutes, I'm then kind of turning a switch, unlocking a lock. We talked about that a lot in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Unblock, unlock the block. Mm -hmm. Um, And it kind of just gets into those same brain grooves and helps open up those avenues for creativity to flow out of. Mm -hmm. Where those damn critics might have dammed up those flowing rivers with thoughts like, I can't, I don't, I'm not. And Mm -hmm. those damn thoughts cause damning, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is preventing flow. flow. So clearing all that stuff. Is very positive with this practice. Indeed. Speaking of a practice, that's my second one, which is that this practice makes it stronger. And I was itting the brain muscle. Practice makes it stronger, but not just the brain muscle, but all the functions that it's doing that I want it to do, which is think positively, find my dreams, grow those dreams, seek my community thrive in that space. All of that's like my way of thinking stronger. Mm -hmm. And it might sound like, oh, all those things, you're really selling the podcast. (laughs) Like all (laughs) these things are going to happen because you listen slash. No, it's because I'm efforting weekly to show up to my pen and pad and not judge myself. And when I give myself permission to let go of those weakling mindset shifts, Mm -hmm. I can become stronger. I become more Uh, I have higher endurance. I have a quicker recovery time between things that I feel are critiqued. critiqued. Mm -hmm. You have more self-trust. Can bounce back with my confidence. Yeah, I have all that capability and I know it because I'm practicing. And even if I don't have it today, I'm going to come back and practice again and I'm going to be better. Mm -hmm. And that's super cool. And that practice, sorry, I feel like I'm dominating this right now. No, you're not at all. But (laughs) I mean, you totally are, but I'm loving every minute of it. Good. Well, you'll remember this. And so maybe you can add on to this story, but it's a memory of at your house when um, Sally and I think we were there for Friendsgiving and we were writing cards and we were playing this little game. We were writing each other postcards and we were passing (laughs) the cards back and forth and adding on lines, like writing the note together. Yes. With you and me and Sally. And I was just scribbling away as usual (laughs) and passing it. You were passing it. Uh And Sally said something like, oh, my God, you guys are going too fast. Like, I feel like I just showed up to the Olympics and I haven't even trained yet. (laughs) Something (laughs) like that. Like, she she commented on our, like, toned creative writing muscles. Because that's something we practice. So it didn't surprise me, but it was funny that she 
said it that way. She did. That was a really fun moment. Because it really points out the muscle part. Wow, I do kind of have some extra confidence that I did not have a number of months ago with Mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love it. Let it out. Practice makes it stronger. And that comes to my second, um, (laughs) which was a silly answer, but I wrote strengthens your hand muscles. Yeah. (laughs) Because seriously, when we first write, (laughs) this was kind of a silly answer, but when we first started writing, a year ago and we would write for 10 minutes, my hand hurt <laughs> like straight up. I was, I'm not in college anymore. You know, it's been a number yes. of years. I do a lot of electronic work, but as far as writing a couple of pages at a time, my hand used to get really sore and it doesn't do that anymore. <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> I love it. And that's making things stronger for your handstands, which is another thing you're practicing. Yes, it is. I'm going to so cool. do it because I believe in myself. I love that. Makes us stronger in lots of ways. Yeah. Coming back to the thing that we might be challenged by at first. Mm-hmm. Coming back to the curveball that we didn't expect. Coming back. Trying again. Yep. Why not? Why not? My another way, another why reason <laughs> I write here right now, and this one's very selfish, but you might be able to apply it to yourself if you and your friend decided you wanted to listen to this podcast together. But for me, this is a productive way to convince my best friend to come over and have weekly dinner. (laughs) And I think that even before we started the podcast, I was loving writing the stories with you after dinner that we'd have, which was around the holidays at that time. So it was easier to have weekly dinner ish. Mm -hmm. And then we were realizing that that was no longer going to be the case once once yeah. real life schedule work took over. And then we were yeah, like, I was between jobs at the do. time. So I was like, I'm about to start this new thing. It's the first eight to five I had because I used to work my 312. So I'm going to be busy all the time, which is true. I am. Mm-hmm. And yet we still make time for the thing. Yeah. Because we said we were going to. Yeah. And we see the positive effect that it has on us and our surroundings. And so why would you stop? You wouldn't. You wouldn't. You keep going. Yeah. We talked about it. And <laughs> we, we actually, <laughs> before we sat down today to make today's podcast, we were like, this is season three. Do we, how are we both feeling? Like, let's check in. It's kind of like the relationship check in, you know? It's like yeah. It's been Your a quarterly year. review. Are we still on the right path? Are we, do we still have the same focus? Do we still have the same goals? Do we want to do like, only two a month. Do we still want to dedicate this much time? And our come, our walk away was like, we absolutely, even if, and what I said was my piglet, even if no one listened anymore, I would still want to do this with you. Yeah. 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 So that says it all. That says it all. Yeah. And me too, obviously. Yeah. So, so cool. Pooh wants to hang out with piglet any chance he gets. So yes. we are absolutely besties. <laughs> Sounds good. Eat some honey, probably. I love it. Let's eat it. It's not running out, is it? Do we have enough? Never. We're having a honey abundance. Good. Perfect. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Um, And then my last, my number three was um, the writing exercise. And I think you touched on this earlier also, but it just, it helps prevent the inner critic. It lets us roll with what comes allowing us to flow with the curveballs. So in this writing exercise, you're given circumstance. You get to choose what you want to do with that circumstance. But I guarantee you what you were writing two minutes before that circumstance showed up in your lap is your second prompt. Mm -hmm. Your story is going to change at that moment in a completely different direction more often than not. Yes. And it's your choice on how you get to let that 
come out. Mm-hmm. Are you going to take your curveball? We've said this before and stop writing. Like, oh, this prompt doesn't work with my story. I'm done. Like, I'm yeah. going to give up. Yeah. Going to going to bed. Story's over. <laughs> yeah. Or are you going to take what you're given? Or are you going to dig deep and be like, hmm, could my character just be dreaming? Like, can I just take that pass? Yeah, yeah. I could do that. Oh, I was drunk. <laughs> I, was drunk. I woke up on the beach. Yeah. We've done that before yeah. so many times. There's a lot of ways that you can still <laughs> call it good. So what we're saying is this writing exercise lets you know that when life is messed up, you just get drunk and you blame it on that person. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, that's not the point. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> what? Yeah, everyone was like, I didn't get that from what they were saying. I am surprised that that was the summary. I mean, I feel like, should I go back? <laughs> was I daydreaming that whole time? Yeah. Am I drunk? Currently? <laughs> drunk? Dang. What did I put in this drink? <laughs> this tea got suddenly delicious. But the point is, you make your own story in life, on your yoga mat, in the car with your kids, in your own heart, Mm -hmm. and on these pages as you attempt to shut down your inner critic, step up to the writing pad, and tell a story. We're going to get started now with our OG, The Writer's Toolbox Made by Jamie Cat Callen. We're going to be using her sticks prompts, which gives us... Well, the sticks give us a first sentence, a non sequitur, and a last straw. And my thought on the sticks is that we've unanimously decided that they're the most challenging as far as curveballs as you're writing, because they're so specific. Yes. They don't leave as much leeway for... Oh, a tube of toothpaste. Okay. There's so many ways you could work that in. But so in the spirit of curveballs and what we were discussing just prior and the way that we love them, <laughs> working <laughs> with them and how practice, how much practice they give us, gives us training for the real world. We decided that would be the best option for today. Absolutely. Breaking us into season three strong. That's right. A strong workout for the mind. It's like leg day. Right here, right now. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're a listener that typically doesn't participate, this is again us trying to sell our gig to you. Yeah. Not because we're going to gain anything from it, but because we believe so strongly that we already have. Yeah. Sorry, I finished your sentence, but it was just like we have gained all the things from it already. And just giving them an opportunity that it's time. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Sounded like it. It's pretty cool. We geek out about it. If you couldn't already tell, that's why we started the whole thing. No big deal. So speaking of starting the whole thing, we're going to kick this off with a first sentence. So get your pad pen out and your timer for prompt number one. I like hats. That's what Donald said the day before he killed Sally. Oh, my. Oh, my. Interesting. Three minute timer. Come back to us for your next two prompts. I like hats. And for our next prompt, our non sequitur or curveball, if they aren't all that way. On Tuesday, she asked me the most peculiar question. Three more minutes. The third prompt, the final prompt for your last three minutes. The stain on the wall. 
Those are hard prompts. Yeah. It was, you know, with the killing and the stain, <laughs> things got a little dark. Mine just kind of barely made sense for a while, but I let the inner critic go and just went with it. Mm-hmm. It was fun. I had a roadblock for a moment there when the there was a culminating moment and I was like, is it going to get really like, huh? And then and I just, just went my eyes for a moment and it just came and it was... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll see. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. Let's hear it. You ready? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I like hats. That's what Donald said the day before he killed Sally. They had met that summer at the pool party. She in her polka-dotted and stunningly fitted one piece. He in his hat. She'd com- commented on it then. Strange to wear a top hat to a pool party, ain't it? She'd been unapologetic because, yeah, it is strange to wear a top hat to a pool party. But he calmly replied, yes, it is, isn't it? But that's me, I suppose. Hi, I'm Donald. He took off his hat briefly and bowed towards Sally like a classy gentleman from back in ye old day. She'd been a little charmed and so became friends. After a couple outings, she realized he had a different hat every time. And not your typical baseball caps, but like odd hats. Last Tuesday, the day before Sally was murdered, she'd been with Donald at a play. The lady behind him had leaned in and asked a peculiar question. Are you medically required to keep that absurd hat on your head? Because it's blocking my view of a stage I paid big money to actually see. His cold response, I like hats. After the woman had the theater attendant come over, Donald decided it would be quite funny to claim he actually did have a medical condition. As he was satirically pandering these poor people, Sally grew increasingly uncomfortable and left for her apartment. She had barely gotten home when Donald appeared at her front door with a rage, a rage deeper than Sally could ever could have ever expected from Donald. He took it all out on her. Each of his characters, each of his hats, took it all out on poor Sally. Now all that's left is this stain on the wall. (gasps) (laughs) She's covering her mouth with her notebook. (laughs) That was good. Not so dark. That was really good, though. Lots of great details and... Awesome choices of words, and I liked your twists. That was really nice. Deep. Yeah. Um, Shout out to characters who in my life are named Sally and Donald. You had nothing to do with the making of this story. That's exactly right. (laughs) That's hilarious. I feel like we've written other Donald stories somehow. Maybe. Yeah. It's a good story name. Remember he was in the one... That Nikki wrote for. Oh, yeah. What you got? Okay. Okay, bear with me, because my story kind of is weird, but... (laughs) Wow. Might be confusing. I like hats. That's what Donald said the day he killed Sally. Donald was a lone ranger type. I don't think he meant to kill her. 
But the press took hold of the story and ran with it. That video of him saying, I like hats, got out. And as we all know, Sally had quite the hat collection. But to me, I'm thinking, who kills someone over their hat collection? I know people do crazy things, but Donald wasn't that kind of that kind of deranged fella. I ought to know. I worked with him day in and day out at the station for over 10 years. We were buds then. Anyway, on Tuesday, she asked me the most peculiar question. Sally, that is. She had seen the video of Donald, where he was accusing Sally of stealing his hat collection, talking about how much he liked hats. And Sally asked me, Rick, she said, do you think Donald likes my... Rick, she said, do you think Donald would like my new purple cowgirl hat? Well, Sally, I said, you know, he's accusing you of stealing those hats, and now you want to know if he's liking your new one. Okay, I know this story is confusing, but bear with me. I think Donald killed Sally on accident, because I think they were in love with each other. I suspect that Donald accused Sally of stealing those hats merely to get her attention, same as she stole them in the first place. The stain on the wall, (laughs) the blood stain, shows that Sally had just entered the apartment when Donald accidentally shot her. He thought she was an intruder. That's why he did it. She was trying to surprise him with her new cowgirl hat. It's such a shame, really. But anyway, officer, you gotta let Donald out of that jail cell. My story is evidence, right? I love that. It totally made sense. It's so funny. <laughs> Great job, friend. Rambling, rambling story. <laughs> I love, though, that you the way you tied it together, that the ramble is actually in context of the character who gave it, which was... This is a testimony, right? You gotta get him out of jail. You gotta get him out. You gotta get him out. He clearly, it was, this is the reason. It was given in this frantic way that, you know, not that you sounded frantic, but it made sense. Right. Once you pulled it again. Thanks. I love that. Thanks. Well, I was going to I wasn't really thinking that only because you had prefaced it so many times with, I don't know if this is going to make sense. (laughs) Well, that's because the whole time I was writing, it wasn't making it. Because you weren't done yet. And sometimes yeah. things don't look like they're making sense until much later in the and story. And you can't stop. You have to just have faith and keep going and know that it's going to work out eventually. Yeah. It's great. It's great. It's great. Thanks for sharing your story with me. Shanks, thanks for sharing Shijin Shri with me. My pleasure. It's this a great kickoff season heck three. Yeah. Episode 55. I can do hard things. I trust myself. Yes. Boom, baby. Mm. Well, don't forget to uh, drop us a review. Tell some friends about us. Send us your stories. Why not? KT and Moni, M-O-N-I, at gmail.com. Yes. And most of all, share the love. Right here. Right now. Bye. Bye. Maybe you'll get a blooper here or there. Here it Ooh, would be. blooper reel. Yeah. Tell me more. Or don't. Intro. Intro that? You said enter that. I'm just going to enter that. Enter. 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 Blooper things. Blooper things. Right here. Right now.